Welcome to the Don't Be a Karen podcast, where we talk about the craziest Karens in retail. Hello and welcome to or welcome back to the Don't Be a Karen podcast. I'm your host, Ariel Torgler, and today we're going to be doing a little short stories kind of episode. So basically, I'm going to be talking about all of the stories that are too short to have their own episodes. So I'm just going to compile them into one. For the first story, to give you a little bit of background, where I worked, um, since every cashiering system is different, we needed a phone number in order to actually start ringing your items out. So if I didn't get a phone number, I literally could not ring out the items. So this lady is in the store with her grandson, and she's going to check out, and I am cashing her out and this was when I first got promoted to be a manager so I was still relatively like new and learning what all that entails. I asked her oh you know can I get a phone number and she's like no which is fine because like a lot of people are kind of weird about that so I say oh it's just for an electronic receipt because when I do say that sometimes it puts people more at ease and they're more inclined to give me a phone number that way and she's like oh well can I not just get a paper receipt and I said oh you will I just need one up here as well just because of our return policy in case you want to return I just need an electronic receipt and based off of our store policy it which is store credit only your store credit has to link onto something which is the phone number so that's why I need it and she said well can I not return with a paper receipt and I said no like I need a phone number and I'm annoyed at this point because it's it's a phone number. It's not that big a deal. I told her, I was like, we won't text you. We won't call you. It's just for an electronic receipt and it stays within our system. So I'm trying to, you know, reason with her just saying like, oh, you know, like it's not for marketing purposes or anything. And like, we're not going to sell the information because some people are a little bit apprehensive about that. And they're like, oh, like, I don't want to give a phone number if I'm going to be getting bombarded with texts and messaging and stuff like that, which I totally understand. So I said that to try to like get her to be like, more comfortable and give me her phone number and she goes I don't think this is legal and I looked at her and I said if this was illegal the store wouldn't be open which is funny she said that because earlier that week I was talking with my boss about something I I don't remember what but basically she was saying how something was approved by the inspector before the store opened so when she said that I was thinking I was like well if this wasn't legal when the inspector came in the store wouldn't be open so she repeats again saying like yeah I don't think this is legal and at this point like I'm just staring at her silently because I don't know what to say like yeah this is legal or else the store wouldn't be open like huh What she said did not make any sense because this is a literal business, which you have to go through like government stuff and like logistics and stuff to actually open a business. So if any part of your business is not legal, you're most likely not able to open it. So I'm just staring at her like blinking, you know, like that slow blink that you give someone when they say something really dumb. Yeah, I gave her the slow blink. (laughs) Anyway, she goes... Yeah, I've been in business for 30 years and I don't think this is legal. And I say, well, if it wasn't legal, the store wouldn't be open. So I eventually got her phone number and she said, 
I know you're just the clerk, but I'm just voicing my frustrations. And I'm thinking, well, one, <laughs> actually, I'm the manager, but I was not about to correct her and set her off on a whole nother thing. And two, if you think that I'm just you know, a regular sales associate. What does you voicing your frustrations to a minimum wage worker do? They can't do anything about it. So I don't understand why. But anyway, I eventually get her phone number and then I ask her for her name because if I don't have the name, then I can't move on to the next screen. And that sets her on a whole nother thing. And she's like, why do you need so much personal information? And I'm just like, ma'am, I'm sorry, but I cannot move on to the next screen without it. So she reluctantly gives it up. And you know how some places have like iPads and stuff where you can put your number in for rewards? So we had that. And her grandson, who was not young, by the way, he was probably like in high school, old enough to know, he starts messing with the iPad and like hits the home button is, and is looking at the settings. And I'm so annoyed by his grandma at this point. I'm like, I'm over it. And I'm like, please do not mess with our iPad settings. He was like, oh, I'm just looking. And I'm like, please don't mess with it. Stop touching it. So they eventually left. And the company that I worked for, as most companies are now, they are going bagless. So you can, you know, buy a bag or just carry your items out and so I told her that we were bagless and that mm, she was so annoyed she just ended up carrying her items out with her grandson and she's like I'm gonna look into whether this is legal or not and I'm like okay thinking yeah you go do that and realize how wrong you are hmm, 30 years in business right hmm. so that was that and I never saw her again um thankfully the next story that I'm gonna tell you is what I would like to entitle no trash bags, please. So basically, where I worked, as mentioned earlier, again, you could sell clothing there. So every place has its policy about selling clothing. One of our policies was that you cannot bring it in a trash bag or a plastic bags. And it's just for safety issues, for the issues for our staff. And everyone seems to have a problem with it. And so... This lady mm, calls on the phone and asks about the buy process, which is, frankly, a very common question that a lot of people ask. So I'm explaining it to her and I make sure that it is clear, oh, as long as it's in like a laundry basket, a reusable bag or a box, that would be perfect. And so she says, okay, and she hangs up the phone. So she comes in Mind you, earlier in the day, I had already asked people who brought their stuff in trash bags to either find something in their car or come back with it in something else that's not a trash bag because we just can't do it. So half of the people are really nice about it and understanding. They're like, oh, okay, you know, sorry, like I didn't know. Like, great, that's fine, you know? And then the other half are like, well, really, because you should just do it anyway kind of thing. So she comes in and I'm distracted because I'm already helping out another customer at this counter while she's talking to me. So I'm already trying to do two things at once. And so she asks about the buy process and she's holding the items in her hand. And so another one of our policies is that it has to be in a container. It's just like a liability issue just so no one can accuse us of losing their items or stealing their items. So that's why they have to be contained. And um, 
it was a slow day that day, so there wasn't a lot of people's stuff in there, and so she's asking if she could drop it off, you know, because she's an appointment later that day in literally, like, 12 minutes, so I'm thinking she's gonna drop her stuff off, we're gonna go through her by, and then she's gonna come, like, leave to go to her appointment and come back later. So I explain, I'm like, oh yeah, you can totally do that. She's like, okay. And she grabs her stuff and leaves. So I'm like, uh, okay. So I'm thinking that she's just not going to come back. And so later that day, she comes in again. So she comes in and there were already two people ahead of her. So I'm already working on other people's stuff. And I was like, oh, do you have something to contain that in by any chance? And she says, no. And I'm like, do you have something in your car to contain that in? We just need it contained in a reusable bag, a laundry basket, or a box just for like liability issues. And she said, no. She's like, I don't have anything. And she was like, well, you didn't tell me that when I was just in here, which true. She had a point. I didn't tell her that because I was planning on just doing it like with her stuff holding it because it wasn't a lot and it was a slow day anyway. So she did have me there. However, I remembered that I talked with her on the phone. And so I said, oh, you know, over the phone, like I did say that you had to bring it in something. And she was like, no, you didn't. And I was like, yes, I did. And she was like, well, you made it sound optional. And I was like, I was just dumbfounded. I did not know what to say at that point. So I was just kind of staring at her. And so then she just started going on or whatever. And I'm like thinking, okay, I don't want to cause a scene because it's pretty quiet in the store and it's not a big store either. And I'm like, I don't need to have everyone in the store hearing this conversation. So we had our own bins that we put the things that we want to buy in, but like we stopped allowing people to do that just because of the volume of buys that we would have. So we would run out of these bins. So we just needed them for our purposes and not for irresponsible people who did not bring their stuff in anything or did not bring their stuff in the correct thing. So I was like, okay, whatever. I was like, you can use one of our bins as a one-time exception or whatever. And I was like, but next time it is required to be put in like a laundry basket, a reusable bag or a box. And so she puts it in the thing and she starts doing her check-in process. And she was like, okay, well, you didn't say that. And I was like, yeah, I did, but okay. Well, I mumbled that. And so I'm explaining the process to her, whatever. And I'm asking, oh, like, do you want to stay and shop or do you want to leave and come back? Because then you'll, you know, we'll contact you. She says, oh, like, I think I'll stay. And I was like, okay, thinking when people do stay, they actually like look around. No, she stays and stands at the counter while I'm doing her stuff which is very uncomfortable because I do not like when people watch me go through their stuff. And especially if I'm like throwing like, well, not throwing, but like putting back a lot of stuff that we're not going to buy. Then she tries small talking me after she was just yelling at me. And she's like, this seems like a really nice store. And I'm like, oh yeah, it is. Like if you want to, you know, check it out, like I'll call your name up front whenever I'm finished trying to encourage her to leave me alone. You were just yelling at me. No, I don't want to pretend to be nice to you and talk to you. Like, no, I do not like you. Please leave me alone. But no, she does not take the hint. She goes, no, it's okay. I think I'll just stay here. I'm like, "Mm, okay. And so I'm just like silent. Like I'm not even trying to make conversation with her just because I was so frustrated. And so I was worried if I tried to, (laughs) something would come out of my mouth that I would regret later. So I just decided that silence was the best option. And um, I was going through her stuff and I ended up not buying a lot of the stuff. Well, most of the stuff because it just wasn't up to par with our store. 
since she was standing there, I felt like I had to take something, which is also why I hate when people stand there, because sometimes I feel obligated to take their stuff. Um, but then sometimes I don't. But like, then I was like thinking, I was like, oh, well, if I don't take something, she's probably going to flip her lid or whatever. And so I ended up taking these sandals that were really ugly, mind you, that I probably shouldn't have taken. I had them priced really low just because I didn't think that they were going to sell at all. So she was probably getting only like three dollars for them, I think. And she was like, oh, well, why didn't you take any of the tank tops? So the tank tops were a brand from a brand that we don't take. So I was like, oh, they were just just some styles that don't sell well for us. And then she had these boots, these ugly purple boots. And she said, oh, why don't you take the boots? They're like brand new. And I'm like, oh, just like the style doesn't really sell well for us. Um, like customers here, like more of like the booty type, you know, the short boot with like the heel kind of type versus, you know, like the snow boots, like hiking kind of type. And she literally disregards what I just said and goes, well, they're not really hiking boots. And at this point, I'm so done with her. So I'm like, yeah, they, they just like, don't really sell well for us and I'm literally turning away from her signaling that the conversation is over so she eventually takes her three dollars and leaves okay so we've heard all the stories so again I have compiled a list of things you should not do to avoid being a Karen first thing is um if a cashier a worker whatever tells you that they cannot do something because of a store policy, do not ask them to violate their own store policy. Secondly, do not, just because you're frustrated with something, don't say you think something is illegal. I don't need to say anything more about that. That's just, that's just it. I'm gonna leave it there. And then the third thing is don't press. Don't press. Like, I literally mean, like, if you're not getting your way, don't keep pushing it and trying to do so. And of course, the final thing, if there are iPads present at the time of checkout, don't go into the settings. Leave it. Don't be a Karen because we are out of time. Please tune in next week for a special guest. Thank you for listening to the Don't Be a Karen podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe.